Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. But the first thing I wanted to talk about was Michal Martin. Michal. Now, by the way, I watched Primetime last night that was on the night before last. I only got to watch it last night and catch up because I don't know if it's just me or is it everybody. So I'll watch normally, if I'm going to watch Primetime or Claire Byrne, because I'm working, obviously, at night, I'll watch it on catch-up. But RT's catch-up is, like, really bad. Yeah, like, whatever, if you're looking for primetime, it's not going to be on that night or the next day. It'll take days for it to appear on the catch-up. It's, like, the worst catch-up ever. I don't know if the deal with Sky they have isn't very good or something like that. I don't know. Actually, TV3s is just as bad, to be honest with you. But anyway, I watched it. And I watched them kind of trying to shame people at Dublin Airport who went on holidays. Mind you, there was one guy, and he had a tan, and he had kind of folds in his neck, and his folds were white. <laughs> And the rest of them was all tanned. Literally been lying in the sun. Some other guy, yeah, it was mostly Irish over there. You know what lands ready. And then there was people online going, name and shame them. Name and shame them. The swine's going away on holidays, bringing the COVID back to Ireland. Now, let's be clear about it. The government have already said that only 1% of cases have come from abroad. But yet we go on about it and go on about it. Meanwhile, sadly, people are dying in nursing homes. And we're doing very little to stop that from happening, it seems. You know, go figure. It's a kind of nice distraction, isn't it? Let's distract the general public and talk about them hating people going on holidays. Meanwhile, the, the vast majority of people who are really at risk from this COVID-19 are sitting in nursing homes waiting to die. You know, that's, that's great government tactics, by the way. And if you don't think that if there's some sort of plan around that, well, then you're delusional. Because the government are only too delighted that we would talk about stuff like that sometimes. Because it distracts from the real problems. And the real problems at the moment are they're not getting the vaccines out quick enough. We're probably the worst in Europe. Or one of the certainly one of the worst in Europe at the moment when it comes to vaccines. I know a lot of European countries are in a similar situation because of what the UK are doing. But that's neither here nor there. Um, when it comes to, say, the nursing homes. I was only reading this morning, by the way. In Northern Ireland. Um, already they announced today. Let um, me just read this here if, you, if I can find it. Um, in relation to vaccines in Northern Ireland, right? It says here um, the ministers praised the work of the vaccine rollout in Northern Ireland, saying eighty-three percent of care home residents have now received their second dose. So they're all and all their healthcare workers have already done it as well. Eighty-three percent, eighty-three percent of their care people in care homes have already received a second dose. So in seven days' time. All of those care, those residents of care homes, according to Pfizer, will be protected from the worst symptoms of COVID-19. Now, that doesn't say, by the way, they can't get it. It does mean they, they can still get it. You know. Anyway, should the Taoiseach visit Washington for St. Patrick's Day? It's traditional for the Taoiseach, of course, to set flights uh, to Washington around St. Patrick's Day to meet the U.S. president or wherever the new, the new U.S. president in this case may be. Uh, you may recall that this went ahead last March with then, the then Taoiseach, Leo Varadkar, visiting Donald Trump. Uh, and the trip was kind of sh- cut short due to the COVID-19. The Stormont executive officer has said that Arlene Foster and Michelle O'Neill will not be travelling to Washington this year. They also cancelled last year's visit, by the way, at the outset of the, the pandemic. But... Michal Martin has signalled he is intending to proceed with the visit, if possible. Now, this has been defended by government ministers, including Simon Coveney and Pascal Donoghue. Earlier this week, the independent TD, Matthew McGrath, said it would be irresponsible to go ahead with the trip, saying it would send out completely the wrong message. Now, reading some of the comments online, one person said, like, 
Like it or not, he is our leader. The US has a new president who is pro-Ireland. The Taoiseach should be vaccinated now and go to Washington if invited. Uh, it's a positive move for the country, but there will always be the begrudgers who are not looking at the bigger picture. While another person online said we are a small country with a significant amount of foreign direct investment in American companies. There is a new American president who it appears is quite pro-Ireland. It's early days of his presidency. We have an opportunity to meet with him and try to influence policy. We are going to need all the help we can get and strong allies to economically recover after this pandemic. It would be reckless if the Taoiseach did not go to Washington. So I want to know what you think. Do you think the Taoiseach should go to Washington? Judging online, I'm looking at some of the polls online, I'm looking at Twitter. No way, Noel. If I can't go on holidays, he's not bleeding going. That's the end of it. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Somebody said, look at the first text. Look, the begrudges are out immediately. You're wanting to go to Florida, so you think it's okay giving out. I have no one ever in government coming onto the show why it's considered second-rate cop on. They won't come onto the show because they won't answer honest questions. But anyway, yeah, I'd love to go to Florida. If I could go to Florida tomorrow, I would. I'm just being straight with you. Absolutely. No, I do everything I'm supposed to do and I have my tests and everything else that I'm supposed to do to get onto a plane because that's what you have to do. But I would certainly go if I could. So the question is, and I'm asking you, should the Taoiseach visit Washington for St. Patrick's Day? Or does that send out the wrong message that they're telling everybody else not to go on holidays, but there they're going to do it themselves? Now, I know it's not a holiday. It's a business trip. So let me know what you think. Should the Taoiseach go to Washington? Is it important? And look, we will get around to talking about holidays throughout this. I mean, of course, many people have booked their holidays. I put a Twitter uh, poll up online asking the people to book their holidays. 40% of people have already booked their holidays this year. Contrary to what the government has said. I want to know what you think. Should the Taoiseach go to Washington and should you go on holidays? And the number is 087-188-0008. John, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, John? Just before I get into that, can I just pay a compliment there? Can I just say that I think Tala Duggan is the best newsreader in the country. Ah, Jesus, don't say that, John. She's out there now with a big head. No, in fairness. For our birthday. Her her pronunciation, her (laughs) diction, her delivery, her assertiveness, I think she's absolutely a star. She's definitely the best newsreader in the country. Oh, well, I'm sure she would be delighted to hear that. Okay. <laughs> she's, she's out there at her desk at the moment with the radio up full. She'll probably now go off and record that little bit and play it back to herself for the rest of her life. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, I, I, I second that, John. She is an, an, a wonderful newsreader. She, she is, is brilliant, absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. Now, getting back to me, hard, no, just in case the people are caught down listening, right, I think I've lost the run of myself. Like, when I believe that we knew you lost the run of yourself years ago, John, but go on. Well, this is it, like, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, look, Michal knows I don't like him and I don't like Michal and we've had a stand-up row and people are talking over I stand with him, right? But putting that to one side, he is the Taoiseach. I don't care who's in the office, if Rebecca was still there, if there was somebody else. We've got a brand new president, as some of your texts have said there, who is very, very strong in his earnest connection, very proud of us. And again, which has been said, when we come out of this, and hopefully we'll come out of it sooner rather than later, this blasted pandemic and what's happening to retail business and people's lives in general, we're going to need all the help that we can get now, right? And this man is proud of his artist connection, right? And you need, it, look, you're doing stuff on Zoom and Skype and all that. It's all very No, right. it's not the same. Of course it's, it's not. It's not the same. No, no. You know them well. You've done, I've been involved in Zoom meetings 
you've been involved in Zoom meetings more than I do, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not the same as I balling the person. Right no, absolutely. No, no, I completely agree with you. I, I absolutely hate Zoom meetings. Yeah. Hate it's them. Like, if you want to like, meet me, meet me somewhere. I'd stand two metres yeah. from you, but meet yeah. me somewhere. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like people up on Tinder or whatever. You can be flirting with your one and she with you, whatever. You're getting angry at but at the end of the day, you have to meet up. Physically. Yeah, because there's a chemistry between people. Yeah, yeah and there when you is. Meet up yeah. physically, you'll find, uh-oh, something wrong here. This isn't what I thought would be allowed, you know, right? Mm. But that will only happen when you're in the room with the person, right? This is why we need Martin to go. to keep the, Look, there's people who would kill to get into the White House. We have access to the White House and have had that for decades. And I don't see why it should change now. We're, as I said, we're going to need all the help we can when we get out of this. This country is seriously battered at the moment. We're going to be more battered by the time we come out of it, right? And we're going to need serious help. And we're, I don't care what anyone says, this person who is now the Taoiseach should definitely go. Okay, the, 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 mess, the argument is, you know, that the, the government are the ones telling everybody and quite adamant over the last few days, even prime time have gone to the extent of putting cameras in the arrivals hall uh, in Dublin Airport to kind of almost shame people. So they're more or less saying, you're not meant to be going on an aeroplane anywhere. Anywhere. Well, look, if Paddy from Cork wants to take his white ass to Lanzarote to get it sunburned, right? Yeah. That's not essential. But, but, me, should... but, but hang on, Leo Varadka even said the other night that they're redefining the word essential travel. And he said, like, even, you know, if a family member dies in the UK and you have to be by their bedside or go to the funeral, well, that's not really essential travel. So if, if you're not allowed, and I'm only going by what they're saying, by the way, I personally couldn't give a shit. If my mother was dying in England, I'd be on a plane tomorrow, right? Yes, yes, but what I'm saying to you is, they're saying these things. They're saying that, say, if somebody was dying tomorrow, well, you can't go to their funeral, you can't go to their deathbed, but yet he can go over to America to deliver a bowl of shamrock. And that's the argument from the well, general I, public, I, I isn't it? I, I can't see any, any problem with a person if just somebody loved one belongs to you dying, you're going to funeral. That is essential, right? Yeah, I believe but it's like, essential, absolutely. Of course it is. Someone gets someone getting his ass sunburned or she and Lanzarote is No, well, hang essential. on. Now, talking about getting the arse sunburned, right? I believe that's essential too, to some extent. Because I, I, no, well, hang on. No, with the greatest respect, John, if you're a hard-working person, two yeah. weeks holidays, well, I guess, you know, all together in the whole year I get uh, 21 days holidays, right? Yeah. So that's works out of four weeks. I get a week of Christmas and I get three weeks during the year. So two weeks of the summer or three weeks in the summer if I want to take it all together, Right. And to me, because, uh, you know, I'm thinking every day, I'm talking every day, and I'm, I know people might think my job is hard, and that's fine, whatever you want to think of it yourself, but that two weeks, I can rest my brain. To me, it's very important. It's well, extremely agree, important. Every, 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 and particularly at the moment with the pandemic, yeah, with people's mental health, uh, a break is a good thing. Everybody needs a holiday, but when you have people coming in, like, I mean, for, where there's strong variants from... In, across the water from Brazil and, and South America and other places and South Africa has come in here. There's too much travel going on in and out of the country. But as a guards like the Prime Minister of this country going to keep this diplomatic door open, uh-huh. I would be 100% behind this. Okay, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to James. James, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? Afternoon, Tina Isle. You're 100% against us. Absolutely, I disagree. A hundred percent there with exactly what John was saying there. Um, number one, everybody keeps going on about how Irish Joe Biden is. If Joe Biden is, is that pro-Ireland, well, then it should not even be an issue. He should simply go on Zoom or any other form of thing and say, look, the optics of this would be absolutely terrible. We're telling everybody else to stay at home. And so why should I travel? The simple fact is we're probably going to have a general election by the end of this year or early next year. Michal Martin knows he is not going to lead Fianna Fáil into the next general election. This I is his agree, one. I, I agree. I agree with that. It is one and only opportunity 
to go over there to see Shucks, and he knows that. And hell and high water, he wants to get there. Yeah, but James, you, know, you but James, you talked about the optics a second ago. The Americans don't care about the optics. They're not like the Irish. You, you don't hear on the news in America stories that you hear over here. Oh, he was caught one meter away from somebody, or he wasn't wearing a mask that day. I mean, look at the inauguration of Joe Biden. Yeah, they were all hugging each other for God's sake. You had what's his name, the singer, the country and western singer, going around hugging everybody. And, yeah, and nobody gave a damn about they social were all distance. Hands and doing fist bumps. Oh, of course like, they were. Of course they were. So what I'm saying is they don't really care about optics. Yeah, no, the simple fact is he should not go. If they're, it Basically, if it's good enough for the goose, it should be good enough for the gander. He's telling everybody else that you're not to travel. And as you said earlier on, that they're, they're redefining essential travel now. And they've already started this week. I've noticed a lot of the politicians are coming out are starting to throw in this thing of, oh, well, if it's government business. So it's going to go from essential travel to government business. The simple fact is he wants to go. It is going to be his only opportunity to go over there to see Shock. And he's going, if he has to swim across, <laughs> he's going to go. Well, no. But you disagree with it. Yeah, sorry, John. <laughs> yeah, I think, look, even if Michal wasn't there, if Veracca still was there at Taoiseach, I think it would be the same story. No, I don't right? think so. Veracca's no, already been, he's, he's got I, his... I, I'll give you an example, right? Which anytime I go to a funeral, right? Not for any egotistic reasons do I go up and sympathise with the family and make sure that I'm seen. I do it because I want the family to know I cared enough about their loved one to come. And when they will see you, that you had the respect to come, they will remember that. And this guy will remember the Prime Minister of Ireland came over on his first term to see him. This diplomatic door needs to be kept open. Yeah, but I, but, but I, if Joe Biden is, is so, like, so pro-Irish as he claims to be, it wouldn't be an issue. He could simply just contact him and say, look, just for the sake of this year, with this pandemic going on, I'm telling everybody else to stay at home. It's hypocritical. Well, they, they could do it live on RT News. They could do a little Zoom call live on RT News at 6 o'clock. Gartier gagging for stuff to put on that news. Well, yeah. I mean, for the two <laughs> leaders to meet now, isn't it better that the two of them to meet for the sake of the future economy of this country rather than Paddy, as I said, from Cox, sending his ass in Lanzarote? Well, well, stay there. Let me go to Alan as well. Alan, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Alan? How you doing, Will? Good, Alan. You believe he needs to wait until the summer? My question is, can you not wait till the summer? He wants us to wait for everything else, mm. um, for, for our travel. So why can't he wait? Are we, the well, then are we just being Irish and begrudging? Is that what we're no, doing? No, we're not. Well, look. I mean, would you go away on holidays tomorrow if I gave you a chance, Alan, a free holiday? I'm already booked. I'm going <laughs> in March. Right, you're going in March. I've been to, I've been to Gran Canaria four times since July. I've took my vaccinations. I've took my... Um, Your vaccinations? Sorry, sorry, can I rephrase? Because I know, now hold on, because I know everyone around the country's going, how did he get vaccinated? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Lyle, sorry, Lyle. Your tests, sorry, your I tests. Took te- I took my test. I done my test before I went, I done my test when I come back. Yeah. I'm, I'm I don't begrudge you. I know. Hey, hey, hold on, Alan. I'm not judging you, right? But I know all over the country there's people going, it's the likes of him is spreading the COVID. Which is, this is the thing, there's too many okay, well, people coming well, and going. Well, I have an answer for that, Noel. What's your answer? True, I would argue probably yes, but I mean they're they're but saying by the way that the PCR. See, here's here's the stupidity of the whole thing, right? So I heard a politician yesterday saying that people are coming into Ireland with a PCR negative test, and he said that's all well and good, but they got the set test within seventy two hours. They could have caught it on the plane. And I'm going, well, then the logical thing to do is everybody, because there's not that many people coming through Dublin Airport at the moment. It's ninety five percent down. Yeah, everybody gets an antigen test on the way in the door. What's the problem? 
What's the because, why don't they just do it? And why they we keep saying we care about people in care homes. And we talked Jesse and I watched Prime Time uh, there last night, and they were talking about the amount of people who are getting COVID in hospital and in care homes, uh, even though there's nobody visiting them. So it's clearly the staff bringing it in. And by the way, it's not the staff's fault. They have to socialise every now and again or interact with other people, members of the general public in a shop or whatever it is. Why not just antigen test all the staff every morning? I don't get why we just can't do it. Well, the antigen test. I, I got the antigen test going to Gran Canaria because that's all I needed when I travelled. That's right. Most countries accept an antigen test. Yeah. Okay. So no. I got that antigen test. I, I particularly done it on the Saturday morning before I went. Yeah. So therefore, I wasn't going to have it when I was there. I got my test before I got. I got my results twenty minutes later. Well, then, I, well, then, what's your problem with me, Al Martin, going away when you've been away four times since July? Yeah, she's a hypocrite. No, I don't. Ha- no, the, what I'm saying is, I've been away, right? Yeah. yeah well, he yeah, doesn't want to go away. So my question is, open the same thing to everybody. Let everybody, as you just said, get their antigen test. But Jesus, no man, problem. you're, 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 you're a total... No, he's a total hypocrite. He, by his own admission, live on your show and all right. Remember, thousands of people listening. He has said he's been away four times and he doesn't want the Prime Minister of this country to use the diplomacy to go over to the White House. Well, he's no, that's not, not telling people not to go. Actually, what I said there was... And, and another thing, and you, you said he, he should wait, wait until the he, sh- he should wait until the summer. The last time I looked at the calendar, Paddy's Day was on the 17th of March. Well, the last time I looked at the calendar, Paddy's Day was cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Noel. <laughs> it is kind of cancelled. We need an L parade. We could, we could do it an L parade. I might yeah, just do, be, I might no, do I, a parade I, I, on I, my own. I propose you, you be the Grand Marshal. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, yeah. Grand Canaria, right? Yeah. For the, four, for the fourth time. <laughs> yeah, and every single time I was there... Was did you enjoy it? What was it Was it like? I've almost forgot what it was like to go on holidays. What was it like, Adam? Was it good okay. fun? Well, when you go into the bar, they only allowed four at a table. Yeah. You had to have a mask on, except when you were sitting down. They wouldn't let me into the bar without a mask. Yeah. And if I want to go to use the bathroom, I must have a mask on. You get one warning if you deal with it. The second time, they'll ask you to leave, and they won't serve you again. Yeah, and I know at the moment there's a curfew. There's a curfew in Lanzarote as well. Yeah. And, and the same in Grand Canaria. Right now it's down to 10 o'clock. In 10 o'clock Canaria. curfew, yeah. Right? And when I was there this year, it was a 12 o'clock curfew. I was talking to somebody, I was talking to somebody over there and he said the only people currently in Lanzarote at the moment are Irish. I'm on a different island when I say Grand Canaria. Well, I know that, yeah, yeah. And I used to live there. I used to DJ there. And all my friends are out there. I go and see them. So the, the fact that there's not many people there. When I was there this year, there wasn't. There was very few people there. Very few, even Irish. At nice. most, in the bar, there was 20 people. Yeah, John, go ahead. I, I think after admitting live on your show, they'll know that he's been in the Canaries four times. I reckon this guy, you know, will have to wear a mask for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> Sweat, I tell you, well, if some people had his way, he would be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And a muscle as well. Yeah, well, but I, I did see some guy, and he was talking about prime time the other night, and he was, you know, about the people coming through the airport, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and a lot of people are holiday makers. And he said, uh, "Name and shame them in the newspapers." I'm going, are people gone mad? Yeah, Name and shame people who went on holidays. Did you ever think you would hear the day that somebody would say that? No, just no, make sure that. Yeah, sorry, James. Yeah, I I book holidays for June. Good luck to you. And I'm going. Whether I have to swim the same route as Michal Martin. Where are you going? I'm going. Where are you going? Me- Mexico. Mexico. And I'm going. And my wife and my children are going. And I did, this is why I, I brought up the whole thing about the optics of Michal Martin. If it's okay for him to say to everybody, you're not to go, and then suddenly he's going, 
well, I'm going. It's as simple as that. And if I get stopped by the guardie at the airport, I'll deal with the consequences in court six weeks later. Simple as that. Well, I'm going. Good. I'll probably more than likely have to have a test. And who knows what the well, I, well, yeah, I, well, if the test is if the test is something that you need to go, well, you should get yeah, it. Obviously, yes. I will get it. Yeah, I will get it. I had a COVID test a couple of weeks ago. Everything was fine. The simple fact is this: the man has been a hypocrite. Sure, you should look at Simon Coveney. He's off in Turkey at the moment. He's gone on a little three-day junket over to Turkey. All right, well, 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 hang on, lads, for a second. Stay there, actually, Alan. Stay there, Alan, if you can. Uh, and thanks very much to James and John. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Alan's been away on holidays four times since July, a foreign holiday, four times since July. Uh, but doesn't believe Michal Martin should be going because Michal Martin is the leader and he's telling us not to go. So if that's the case, well, then he shouldn't go. He should wait till the end of the summer as far as he's concerned. Uh, but it's not going to stop him going away on holidays. I want to know what you think. The number is 0871880808. Alan is clearly a very irresponsible person. He's been told by the government on numerous occasions of travel advisors since last year not to go away on a foreign holiday, yet he's done it four times. Shame on him. Ah, Charlotte, the old word shame is used a lot lately, isn't it? No, the teacher should not go to America. What's good for the goose should be good for the gander. He should stay at home within his five kilometres or whatever it is. You tell him he should indeed. Niall, he should absolutely not travel to America where he's bowled a shamrock. What really annoys me is people who just don't actually listen to what I say. Somebody, for example, said there a few minutes ago, you said you go on holiday without getting a test. I never said that at all. I said if I was going away on holiday, I would do everything that I'm supposed to do to go. Somebody else says, Niall, I'm disgusted at your comments in relation to elderly people saying they're waiting to die. You obviously completely took what I said out of context. You also got to say that I chose my lack of consideration or respect for the elderly people over the last few months on the show. You couldn't be further from the truth. I have continually, continually on this show said that we should do more to protect the elderly and the vulnerable in care homes. When I said waiting to die, I was referring to the fact that we're doing nothing to save them. That we're allowing staff in on a daily basis who have lives, who go into shops and buy food to bring COVID-19 in where we know COVID-19 is a high risk to those who are over 80 years of age. That's what I meant when I said waiting to die. Not that I was happy to see people die and I certainly would never, ever suggest something like that. You took me completely out of context. Intentionally, you took me out of context. So you could send in your little WhatsApp. That's not what I meant. And you know damn well that's not what I meant. We should protect elderly people. I've said it since last March. Antigen test every member of staff going into a care home every single day. That way, at least we're 97% sure because that's the reliability of the test. We're 97% sure that they're not going to pass it on to somebody who's elderly who will invariably die or could invariably die. Alan, you're on. Or say there, Alan. Mike, you're on Classic Kids. Mike, back to the Taoiseach. Yes, sir. Mike, should he be going away? Not a bloody chance. Not a chance? No. Why? Well, why not? He, I mean, he is the Taoiseach of the country, the Prime Minister of Ireland. He's the leader. He's meant to go over on St. Patrick's Day. It's a tradition for the last God knows how many years, and it's good for Irish-American relations. Why not? I couldn't give him monkeys if he was the bloody Pope. He shouldn't be going anywhere outside of this country. If he's going to lead by example, then he should be following the same rules and implementations that have been implemented on the Irish people. I mean, myself and my wife were supposed to go on holidays last year with my daughter. We were both 50. We were going to Florida. Big holiday. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I was going away last year. I had to cancel it. Yeah. Yeah, we cancelled the whole bloody lot. Well, we had no choice, really, because a lot of the flights yeah. were cancelled anyway. Yeah. And those same restrictions still apply. 
So what do you what do you say to say Alan, who's been away four times since July, and he's going away again? To well, land- deal, it's like this. That's his choice. If he, people are calling him a hypocrite, at the end of the day, that's his choice. If he wants to run the risk of getting seriously ill from this COVID nineteen, more power to him. That's his choice. I'm not going to sit here and call him a hypocrite. I'm not going to sit here and call him names because it does nothing. It achieves nothing. People need to sit up and listen and say, right, hang on a minute. This guy is supposed to be leading the country. He shouldn't be going anywhere. He should be leading by example. And instead, he's, given, he's basically given two fingers to the rest of the country. People that have not seen their parents, their friends, their family in months, only, by, only through a Zoom call. It's a fair point, Alan, and I know you should say he should wait a couple of months, but even at that, Alan, you know, I mean, as I said, Leo Varadkar turned around the other night and said you shouldn't even go into England for a funeral or to see a dying relative. You know, yeah. and all he wants to do is bring a bowl of bloody shamrock. Yeah. My, my point, or he asked me, was a question, can you not wait till the summer? Well, could you not have waited till the summer? This is the point I suppose many people will make, and I'm not saying Mike is making that point. Mike doesn't, not, not judge you. I follow, I follow the rules. Um, people are going to come on there and say, uh, like one listener there said, um, I was totally irresponsible, I should be ashamed of myself. Well, I followed the rules. The rules were, it's advisory not to go away. Not compulsory, advisory. So somebody can say to me, oh, I advise you not to jump into the deep end of that pool, you can't swim. It's my choice whether I jump in or not. Is that a fair point, Mike? Oh, but I said that. Yeah. I you said that. that. I said yeah. it's, it's Alan's choice. Yeah. He made the choice. I'm not going to sit here and call him a hypocrite. I'm not going to call him names because at the end of the day, it's not going to achieve anything. People need to sit down and realise that we are in the middle of a global bloody pandemic that has killed millions globally. Do I believe there's other things going on in the background? That's my, that's my own opinion. I'll keep that to myself. But at the end of the day, we need to sit down and listen and say, right, hang on a minute. I'm running the risk of potentially bringing that back to my family. My own mother-in-law was supposed to come up to me at Christmas Day for a Christmas dinner. She was too petrified to go to her own door. I know one in one in four elderly uh, people over the age of sixty-five haven't left their home since last March. No, my that, that, that's was, shocking. Like, yeah, my my wife, the best of God, nurse. She looks after her man. She takes her shopping. I mean, at most, at most, she gets out of the house for about two hours a week. Mm-hmm. As I said, she was supposed to come up to the house at Christmas Day. She was too petrified. She didn't want to come over. That one in four is like an under house arrest. Oh, I know. I yes, know, I know. Yes, but you see, what it is, it's part of it is paranoia. Yeah, but here, but here's the, here's the thing. And I ask you a question, Mike. Yes. So what's what's the end result? Uh, let's say everybody gets vaccinated next year. Let's just say it's a great success, the vaccination, and everybody gets vaccinated by September, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. We've already established, and the experts have already told us, the vaccination doesn't stop the spread of COVID nineteen. No. It doesn't stop infection. So what's your mother going to do? She's going to stay in the house forever? I don't know. I mean, and, I, and I say that with the greatest respect, by the way. I know, you know? that. I know yeah. that. Yeah. But again, going back to what I said about Alan, it's Alan's choice to go on holiday. Likewise, it's my mother-in-law's choice if she wants to come out of the house or not. Well, hopefully the vaccine will give her some form of protection when she gets it. Um, but that's just it. Yeah. It's only a vaccine. But I it's, mean, we, yeah, well, I mean, some have described it as not even being a vaccine. That because it allows it to continue to spread or infect people, you know. Now, let me ask you a question. Mm. Every year without fail, do you get do you get the flu jab? No. Right, that's your choice. Yep. I don't either. 
my wife and her man. I'm not, by the way, I'm, I'm pro-vaccination, <laughs> and I always have been. Like everybody else, I'd be cautious about any new vaccines. But, yeah. I, but I mean, I'm, I've always defended HPV vaccine. I'll defend childhood immunizations. They've saved billions of people around the world. So, yes, I'm pro-vaccination. Look, I know there's vaccinations out there. And they're being brought in this AstraZeneca or whatever the case may be. Or yeah, Pfizer but they're saying or, now that shouldn't be given to over 65-year-olds. Not because it's dangerous, but because it's reasonably useless for over 65-year-olds, I believe. Right. But there's vaccines out there. Yeah. Why? No, I'm not trying to stir the, the pot of poo or whatever you want to call it, or whatever the case may be. Why are these major pharma companies, why have they been given indemnity before these vaccines have been rolled out? I think the answer to that question, and it was answered quite well recently by a scientist who I heard in an interview, and he said, although it does sound suspect, and it is suspect, that they've been indemnified by world governments, is because they're rolling it out to so many people at one time, and it is a new vaccine, there's no doubt about that, because normally with a vaccine you will have your stage four trial will be human trial, where we trial it on a large percentage of the population, not all of the population, but a large percentage of the population. And that's what we're in that trial period where there, there is going to be people who will come back with different side effects uh, and that's going to happen. Um, and for that reason, we're doing it to so many people and governments are doing it that the government had to indemnify them because even if they got two or three hundred thousand lawsuits for people with a headache or people with a sore arm or, you know, oh, yeah. it, would, yeah. it would kill them. Yeah. So they, so they have to be indemnified. I know. Because you're not getting a choice really in getting this vaccine. Yeah. Although it doesn't use the word mandatory, you're yeah. more or less being told, well, if you, and it looks like, if you don't get this vaccine, you won't be able to live your life very nicely. And that's, that, that's another thing. Well, and I, going, I disagree with that. Against, this is going to be used against the general public that are, I won't say against the vaccine, because most of the people have received vaccines over the years from when they were... Who are cautious. They are people yeah. who are cautious, yeah. Yes, I mean, between the, the MMR vaccine, the whole lot, you, you were given that as a child. Yeah. You were given various other things. I mean, a tetanus injection. Yeah. To get a cut, you get a tetanus injection every yeah. one every 10 years. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But to have... I know, no, I know, I know, I know where you're going, and I'm, we're kind of going off on a bit of a tangent. I do know where you're going, Mike, and I, I completely agree. Even though I'm pro-vaccine, I would never agree with mandatory vaccination. And I do believe this is kind of mandatory vaccination through the back door, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay, well, but that's a whole other topic, and, and we could talk about that again. Tony, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Tony? Good afternoon. How are you doing, Niall? Um, just very interested in your comments today, just in relation to people travelling at, at the moment. I, I work in the airline business, and okay. we're, we're on the verge of absolute collapse now at this point. Oh, I can imagine. Something that people haven't talked about. I know we're talking about Michal Martin travelling. Because of the new government policy, I do believe he shouldn't be travelling. I don't believe what he's doing is actually essential business uh, by his own definition. But just if I could just slightly move away and say people in the airport at the moment are in widespread fear of their jobs. It's not just the airline business. Do you know what? I only thought of you this morning, Tony. I was travelling to work this morning. I live in Swords. I was coming into the city. And I was was on the phone and I saw a plane in the sky, an Aer Lingus plane. And I was talking to my partner on the phone and I said to her, do you know what? I said, I feel so sorry for all the staff of Aer Lingus, Ryanair, all the different airlines coming in and out of Dublin Airport. I said, their jobs are on the line. Their business is in jeopardy. I said, and I said, I just feel so sorry for that whole, the tourism industry all across the country, by the way, hospitality, tourism, and particularly the aviation industry who have lost billions of dollars. Or, Absolutely. Uh, there, there, there are, there are t- sorry, Tony, you're breaking up there. Go ahead, Tony. 
you know, you live in stores. Half half the population of stores works in the airport. That's right. Every everybody is literally on life support at the moment. And if I can just say, there are only handfuls of people travelling at the moment in Belfast Dublin. Everybody's been tested now. You require a PCR test to arrive in Ireland. And then I would I would also suggest, and, and the industry has said this for months. People need to be tested coming in. Tested antigen test on the way out. Yeah. And, absolutely. And you, you mentioned five minutes. That, five minutes. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you mentioned something earlier about nursing homes and hospitals. I really feel genuinely that this is a distraction. This travel thing is a distraction at the moment because the government have completely... But look at the logic or the illogical fear in relation to this. They've talked about the data says 1% over the last year of cases have come in uh, through Dublin Airport, for example, or whatever it is, through travel, right? And and yet we're looking, sadly, as I said, people waiting to die in nursing homes. You have all these people sadly dying in nursing homes. And we're doing nothing about it. Absolutely nothing about it. Now, don't get me wrong. I know people are going to shout at me and say, well, not many of those people were probably at end of life. I, I understand that. But they may have lived a little bit longer. You know, they may have had a little bit more quality of life. I, you know, and all we have to do is, there's no visitors going into those homes at the moment. So they're not being, the, the, the COVID is not being brought in by visitors. It's been brought in by staff. Absolutely. And I'm not blaming the staff, by the way. I'm not shaming the staff. They have to go to the shops. They have to interact with other human beings. Sure. So, But antigen test, every one of them, five minutes in the morning. Just there you go. I, that, I, done. I believe Hickwood did issue a report in October. In October. Uh, and it's been sitting yeah, on the October. desk ever since. Absolutely. And antigen testing has been approved by the European Union. We, 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 we said consistently in the airline business that antigen test people before they travel and after they arrive as well, and a PCR test. This, to me, I feel is complete smoke screening for something that's far more important, which is the government's absolute inability to control COVID in hospitals and nursing homes. And it's a disgrace. And we've been at this since March. We know exactly what, how it works. Unfortunately, staff are transmitting and bringing it in and, and spreading it and people are dying as a result. And yet everybody seems to be worried about travel at the moment, which is complete red herring. The Dublin Airport is 97% down in its normal volumes in January. There is nobody coming to the airport. So, and what, did you, what did you think of prime time out there at the airport the night trying to interview people and shame people coming from St. Lanzarote? It's, it's absolutely disgusting, disgraceful. There are genuinely, I've had people on my flights, there are people whose relations are dying that, that need to travel or for other very essential purposes, for even for health reasons in terms of going to hospitals outside mm-hmm. Ireland, right? And you're telling me that that's not essential. I mean, the, 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 ironic, the ironic thing about it is I know people who've come into Ireland to bury relations who've died from COVID because that they contracted in hospital. So you tell me what is important and what's important. And the people are... I think it's begrudgery about travel. I think people think everybody's going on holidays at the moment. The vast majority of people who have to travel are travelling for very central purposes. And what, what, what is your opinion on people going on holidays? If they, know, if they abide by all the rules I'm talking about, get their PCR tests and everything else or whatever test if, they need to get. If you are doing exactly what you're supposed to do, which is, which is what the government are saying, PCR check before you travel, PCR check, quarantine on arrival for five days, get another check, and if you're okay, you're free to go. There's nothing wrong with that, as long as you're being very, very careful. Now, that, that seems very controversial at the moment. People can't go within five kilometres of, of, of anywhere at the moment. So I have an issue with that as well, but that's another point. That's another area. But... I do feel it, it, people's mental health matters, Niall. And, uh, and you know, by the way, and you know, by the way, your job matters too, Tony. 
You know what I mean? But my job matters. My, my, my colleagues' jobs matter. My family. When we are, we are, we are just about surviving at the moment. But that doesn't seem to matter. Nobody seems to care about people in the... And this is why I said, look, we've got, we've got a percentage of the population who are public sector workers, uh, old age pensioners, uh, yeah. unemployed. And that makes up a large percent of the population who financially are not being affected by COVID-19. No, now, they are being no. affected by COVID-19, obviously, but financially. Sure. And their futures are not. So it's the private and, sector. It's aviation, and, hospitality, everything else. You can't pay absolutely. your mortgage, you can't pay your bills. No, you, no, you know, we're struggling. We're, yeah. we're, we're, like, there's thousands struggling. It just doesn't matter. We've got people telling us who are in permanent pensionable jobs at government level that we can't do this, we can't do that. We're the ones suffering, right? It, it, I can tell you, 350 euros a week doesn't really cut it when you've got a family. No, and it's all well and good for everyone else to say, don't go on holidays when their li- li- our livelihood is not being affected by it. And it's easy. And I know the poll on RTE said the other night, 97% said that people should have mandatory quarantine for everybody. I don't believe those polls for one minute. I just don't believe, because okay. anybody I've ever talked to doesn't say that. But can I just ask... Well, just question. finally, go on, I have 20 seconds, go on. They're talking, about, they're talking about fining people on arrival, you know, if you don't go home, quarantine for two weeks, which, which you should be doing unless you get the PCR check. However, what about people who are COVID positive in this country already, which there are thousands of people, they are not regulated to stay at home. There's no legal requirement. Yet everybody is worried about people inbound. Now, I'm not saying bring people in from Brazil, South Africa, or other areas, a high risk I get, area. no, I, I, I get, Tony, sorry for cutting you short, I get where you're going, you're absolutely right, I think we've got this all out of context and we're not thinking logically and we're just thinking with our anger and the government are delighted to distract us away from the real issues which are the hospitals and the care homes. Linda, you're on Classic Kids, how are you doing Linda? Hi Anil, how's it going? Good, how are you? Uh, 35 and you're four months pregnant, congratulations by the way. Um, yeah. But you haven't left the house since last March. No. Why? I am high risk okay. because I have rheumatoid arthritis, so oh, I have okay, to take okay. the extra precaution and all that kind of stuff. And is that is that uh, one of the underlying conditions that's in the high kind of risk category? I wasn't. I'm not sure, but I'm only asking. Yeah, yeah. It okay. Is, yeah. So okay. Immune system suppressed. Okay. Like, all right. Okay. That sort of thing. So every time I, you know, I see somebody without a mask in the supermarket or that sort of thing, it really spooks me. Do you know, it's just like, come on, can you just stick it just on for there? the sake of me? Like, yeah, would you just do that? Like, yeah. <laughs> But not even just me. I mean, well, no, for the my, sake of you and others who might have an underlying condition or elderly people or whatever, yeah, exactly. Like mm. my mom now, this is our first baby, so we're petrified, regardless. But she was going to come up and give us a hand and help me out in the first few weeks, and now she's afraid to come up, she's afraid to move up out of the house, you know. And right, so okay, like, right, that's right, yeah, that's been a big problem for pregnant women this year. Is normally yeah. it's kind of quite traditional, isn't it, for mom to give a hand out for the first yeah, few weeks? I know, I know yeah, the privilege actually have the option at all you know I know that like but um, my husband this is our first baby he hasn't been allowed to come into any of the scans none of the appointments and it's just it's rotten it is it is because there's a great excitement for husbands to be you know to see the baby moving in in the belly and the whole lot you know I mean it's exciting for both of you you know but but, you know equally you should be both treated equally in that circumstance but unfortunately at the moment he can't go in with you yeah, and it's, it's 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 confusing because, you know, we're both cocooning at home together. We don't see anyone. We don't meet anybody. So we are together all the time anyway. So we don't... We and is don't he working at home? Is he or is he working from home? Yeah, okay. he's working from home, you know. Right and okay. my job's gone because I'm self-employed eyelash technician, so... Right, okay. So you must, the two of us must be sick looking at the four walls. Oh, I tell you. I mean, <laughs> and then we're very lucky to have a garden. And Netflix. Thing. Yeah, on Netflix. But I think I watched everything now. <laughs> yeah, I know I watched everything as well at this stage. To be honest with you, they need to get more content. Uh, so it is. It is a difficult time. I know pregnant women. So I mean, what? I mean, realistically, you have to wait. I suppose until all this is over. Now, you obviously you're not going to get a vaccine while you're pregnant. 
No, and, and there's mixed information on that. I as know. Well. I mean, I, I I heard them there last week. Whoever it is, head of the the chair of the vaccine or the immunisation committee or whatever she, her title is, but they do seem a bit yeah. little bit confused because in the trials for the Pfizer vaccine, nobody that was pregnant was actually tested in the trials. Although some women did get pregnant during the trial, and there was yeah. no complications or problems. But yeah. when you're pregnant, you, you kind of don't want to be taking any chances, really, do you? I mean, that's it. I haven't been eating sushi or anything. You know what I mean? Right, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, have you got any, by the way, have you got any weird things that you're doing? Because when they pregnant women get weird things. I remember years ago, a pregnant woman and you start eating coal. I mean, do you, do you have any, are you doing any weird things? Are you eating sponges or? Uh, no, no, not yet. Anyway, <laughs> I, just have a I don't know what it is. Pregnant women seem to get strange cravings for things like chocolate and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. Yeah, I tell you, well, well the old mood things have probably been a bit worse now. For right, like, okay. Than for any other time I may have. So, <laughs> is, by the way, for all those women out there who haven't yet got pregnant, maybe younger women listening, is pregnancy everything it's cracked up to be? I mean, it, d- do you feel it's lived up to its expectation, Linda? Was it what you expected, yeah. the, the way you feel? Uh, to be honest, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit bored. You right. know, I was very lucky. I didn't have much morning sickness yet and that sort of thing. Good. But it's, it's just boring because I, you know, I kind of just, I'm like, what do I do? I've read all the books up to date. Yeah. Every day that goes by is like snailing along. Right. You know, I think that the government, like, I really think they did a silly thing there at Christmas. I didn't go to anyone's house. You know, I was invited, of course. And I said, no, just don't want to risk it. Like, there's yeah. just no point, you know. Um, so it was just the two of us there at Christmas. A bit boring, a bit sad, but, you know. And you're right, and everybody has to make their own decisions around what they believe yeah. is risky for them, and I get that. And, and, and in your situation, yeah. it was the best thing to do. Um, but look, yeah. I wish you well, I, by the way. So what, when's the baby due? What's the date? Uh, June, but to be honest, I don't even see a future in this country with a child. The more I think about it, I think I just want to move. What's the point? Yeah, I've got yeah. friends in New Zealand and all, and they're living their life like normal. A friend of mine I think, you know, I think, I think, yeah, I think it'll you come know? back, Linda. I think we will get back to normality again. I do believe we will. Really hope so. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can see around the world decisions. Like yesterday, they made a decision in California. Even though they have cases and deaths, they made a decision to lift the restrictions in California uh, in certain regions because they just basically can't sustain closing down a country. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I know. How long can we hold up this economy? <laughs> well, I think eventually what will happen is, Linda, everybody will either get vaccinated or get COVID-19 and become immune mm. to it. And eventually it'll just fizzle away or it'll certainly decrease in its mortality. In other words, it won't be as dangerous like the flu and like, you know, the common cold and everything else. It'll just become another virus that we'll have in society, which won't be too dangerous. It'll yeah, be a risk to some. I hope so. I mean, we'll, yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, my mother-in-law is in Greece. Is she ever going to meet her grandchild? She's going to meet her this year. I know, next I know. Year, when, you know, it's sad, I guess. It is, no, it is sad the way it's disconnected. Uh, COVID-19 has done so much damage, you know, not just from a, a virology point of view and, and sadly killing people, but it's also disconnected families worldwide and all around the world and disconnected yeah. people. And I, and I get that. I, listen, Linda, good luck with the pregnancy and I hope it goes well. If it's a boy, maybe you can call it Nile. I don't know. Maybe, no. maybe call it COVID. <laughs> call it COVID. <laughs> call it Corona. Yeah, okay. Listen, thanks very much indeed, Linda. All I'm hearing is one person, John, who's brilliant, right? I love his analogies, saying he agrees that the Taoiseach should go, even though he doesn't like the Taoiseach. Fair play to him. And the other two are supposedly against it. The two of them are hypocrites. One has booked his holiday in June and he's gone. The other fella sent a bleeding grand canary five or four times or whatever. What the hell? You know, what's going on? <laughs> it's madness, isn't it? It's all madness. I know. Yeah, I think the Taoiseach should go to America and um, if we're all lucky, hopefully he gets stuck over there. 
and we don't see him for a while. That'd be great. <laughs> I can see you're all fans of Hall, all right. Niall, you had a post up in your Twitter account the other day about travel, and I said to you... Oh, what did you say to me? That was important. I know what you said to me. I'll do it again. Niall, you had a post up in your Twitter account the other day about travel, and I said to you, Hall Martin, Patrick Stay, watch this space, save your tweet. I'm telling you now, he is going to be in Washington on St. Patrick's Day. Mark my words. Thanks, Niall. Love the show. Ah, he's going to Washington. <laughs> well, will people not realise we are judging at the moment... Um, Next, Mar- next March for what's happening now by next March we may have a reasonably good vaccination system going the country might even be starting to open up again and there's no reason why maybe travel could be back let's wait and see for that well you also bear in mind Ireland is now on the Security Council of the UN we need to have good industry, good international relations going for that and yes he should go to the States and at that time. Jays, I hope we don't have to wait till next March to go on holidays. Hey, Niall. Robert here in Galway. Uh, I was just thinking, you're asking people, 99% of the population, to give up living for the 1% that... For the 1%? Oh, we missed the end of what he wanted to say. ...that are being affected by a virus. I think that's selfish. OK, yeah, a lot of people kind of feel that way. Rita here on Classic Kids. How you doing, Rita? How you doing, Niall? How you doing? Good. You're, you're, you yeah. have a father in a nursing home currently at the moment. Yeah, I have. He was taken in there last um, March. Okay. The start of the world when this, all this crap happened. He was ripped out of Bowmount, thankfully. Right. And what's but, wrong with uh, him? Is he okay or is he unwell? Yeah, he, yeah no, he has a, a touch of dementia, but okay. it's only slightly you know, starting to hit him now at the moment. Right. Yeah, but the last time I got into see him now was um, the 23rd of December. Oh, God, you haven't seen him in uh, no, over a month, no. yeah. Yeah, so that's the last time that we've seen him. But um, it's not, it's only, the only reason he get in there, the only time he'd get into a nursing home now is on compassionate grounds. Like the people that have to be literally hanging are on the last breath. Yeah. Before you get in to see them. Right, okay. And this is, that's that annoying T-shock wanting to go away on holiday. And are you, are you worried? Because obviously you're hearing every day about, you know, outbreaks of COVID in nursing yeah. homes, even though there's no visitors to them, because obviously the staff are breaking yeah, in. Well, he, does that worry you? It does worry me. It does worry How me. How old is he? How old is he, really? He's 81, but okay. he's okay now. He's yeah, young man. Fairly, he's fairly fit. For reason. But, um, what was I saying, Che? Yeah. You, but you must be worried. Yeah, you must be. You must be worried sick about him all the time. And, and by the way, yeah. when you did speak to him or get to see him there in December, did you get did you get face to face in in to talk to him oh, or was yeah, yeah okay. I did. Brought up his Christmas present. And how is he? Up. How does he feel about being you know isolated and away from the family? And uh, no, when he rings, was now we just say I have a pain in my arse here and I want to get out. And you know, yeah. just uh, what what they would say. Yeah. But um, he knows, he he understands about all what's going on around him. Now, thank God, now, he does understand what's going on around him. Yeah. But he's just, I know they're locked in that room and he can't, it's just, oh. And is he isolated from the other residents at the moment, yeah? I know, he, yeah, well, he gets out now during the morning, half, or even the morning, and he'd walk up to the nursing station. Right. And he'd start pissing the nurses off him whenever I <laughs> Right, okay, so he, he's being a nuisance, <laughs> but, yeah, but a good nuisance. Yeah, yeah okay, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, good you. nuisance, yeah. All right, well, look, I hope you get to see him, and I hope he stays well, and I hope you get to see him. And, and you know, you are right, everything is here. Everything else is a distraction. What's really important yeah. is that we protect those that are vulnerable, you know this what I mean? what I'm saying. He got his job there two weeks ago. We got one job, and then they're all, they all did, 
and then they're saying um, they'd be getting another one in another two weeks. So this yeah. is what I can't understand now. They won't be getting another one. So what happens there? Well, I, I think they'll have to get the other one. They will, I mean, yeah. yeah, they will have to get the other one. I think the governor have allowed for that. So he will get the other one. And then seven days or whatever it is after he gets the other one, he should yeah. be reasonably bulletproof for the time being anyway. Okay. You know? and, yeah. ho- and hopefully then once all those residents get their second jab, um, yeah. I, I think there should be a change in the way we allow visitors then to nursing homes, et cetera, et cetera. But I still would yeah. think that all staff, and I've said it already, everybody should have to just take a quick antigen test. They only, the tests only cost a fiver. And yeah. just to, to reduce any risk of people going in and bringing it in, just yeah. in case, just in it's case. It's understandable, I yeah. know, I know. Yeah. It is. Rita, have a good day. Listen, nice weekend, all right? And give my regards to your dad, all right? All right. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.